This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Yeah, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. What's going on, man? Hey, John. It's going pretty good. How about yourself? Um, it's going great. That's good to hear, man, because I am glad to be here talking about this series because, man, there was like a point when I was worried that like, you know, it was not going to be completed at all. It's like, because this is, this is um, All-Render Meguru by um, Hiroki Endo. And like, as long-time um, listeners, um, readers of like my podcast and blog will know, I really, really liked his series, um, Eden, It's an Endless World, that Dark Horse was publishing like for a, a somewhat consistent period back in the aughts. And um, eventually, but because no one actually bought that series, they stopped um, back at, with Volume 14. And, you know, that was thoroughly disappointing. And, like, I I'm, I wish that, you know, at some point they'll get back to, like, um, publishing the series. Or, at the very least, acknowledging that, nope, we're not going to do it again. And if someone wants to, um, like, like, like publish the series again, like, you know, we'll let them, we'll them, we'll them go with what they're doing. But you know, that hasn't happened yet. But Kodansha, however, decided to um, start publishing his um, like Endo's um, subsequent series, um, All Rounder Meguru. It's like af- afterwards. It's like, and you know, it's like I realized that they 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 probably they have looked, realized that oh wow, it's like um, Dark Horse's publication of like Eden in this world, like you may not have like um, set the sales charts on fire, but you know we're gonna do his is MMA series. Um, it's like, and like, we're going to like um, publish it and see how that goes. Well, as far as that goes, it turns out that, you know, that I'm posting this series digitally did all right by them. And, you know, it's like, I am not really an MMA ser- type person, but you know, like when, like, Hey, you tell me that, Hey, you know, like the guy who does, who did um, Eden, it's in the world is doing a new, a manga series like i am gonna be there like from ground one it's like and yeah it's like i've it's like and um well initially the series was published like three volumes on a monthly basis and then things got sketchy from there but then like eventually solidified it in a um, bi-monthly basis which is how we've got to like the, the uh, final volume like several weeks several weeks ago to be at the beginning of march well like I am glad to be um, talking about the uh, like the finale of this series as it goes, and it also turns out that well, it's like we've actually got someone on our on our crew who is actually familiar with like MMA because well, my experience with MMA basically kind of begins and ends with this series. So um, hey Myron, it's like hey how's, how how's how you doing, doing man? Oh, doing great today. How you guys doing? Yeah, it's like I'm glad you're here because, like, I mean, like, when you're, when, like, because, you know, when I'm talking about, like, an MMA series, I mean, my experience with the series, like, basically begins and ends with the fact that, hey, it's from the guy who did Eden's It's an Endless World. But you, I mean, you actually, like, sat down and read the first volume after I asked you to, to, um, I guess, talk about this because, like, um, I mean, like, this is even, like, like, de- dealing with a specific form of MMA called Shuto, which is not. I mean, may not, not maybe not specifically detailed to Japan, but um, how does that has it work and all? Well, I mean, it's from from reading this volume. Shuto is you know a mixed martial mixed martial arts, and you know that's the core of MMA. And so you know when 
it, to make yourself, you know, more versatile and a more competitive fighter. I mean, you definitely want to um, broaden your skill sets. I mean, there are different there are different fighters that I've seen uh, watching UFC and different uh, MMA pay per views where you know um, they have stronger backgrounds in certain style, like uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or um, you know wrestling, striking, and from reading this first volume, I was uh, thoroughly surprised on like the detail of um, of the background that they cover uh, when training and the different and different people's weight classes. Like I know you described this uh, to me originally that it's more of a sports uh, manga instead of you know like a frivolous fight manga like your Dragon Ball and and uh naruto's and stuff like that which you know not disrespecting because i i prefer those shonen uh animes as well but i do love my sports animes too like uh slam dunk being one of my favorites and you can kind of tell like the author uh really um really looked into the detail of this world of mixed martial arts and uh from what you suggested to me reading the first volume i mean you know i was i i was drawn in from the jump to see uh these two kids takashi and meguru you know practice uh, you know this this more defensive style karate and the events that took place in takashi's life kind of like uh spiraled uh him, him to uh dig deeper into getting stronger and of course meguru had his own reasonings for wanting to get stronger as well i mean both of these kids are presented as you know good friends uh they've been bullied um and and want to stand up so by the time we get to them as teenagers in high school uh we see where they're at in their journey to becoming a stronger fighter and i was um you know i i kind of like this uh particular um mechanic in certain story in certain uh stories where you know the once best friends uh, are now rivals or they're now enemies for whatever particular reason like you know their their paths have separated so we first see Taka uh, uh Meguru's first amateur match against his one-time good friend Takashi and just from the jump I could already tell like Meguru was going to get his ass beat because we're presented and this is one thing I didn't understand like you know Meguru seemed to be stronger with grappling yet at a younger age um you know he he's taking karate so it's like i don't know if he kind of like didn't start practicing his striking skills or kind of let that go because well it's a key and uh key and takashi like they're, they're both like karatekas at heart it's like you know they're we're interested in like them like them practicing like you know like karate like as an art at the beginning right yeah as an art not necessarily like as a uh uh, uh defensive or for fighting but but still like he still has that background when it came to striking to where like i just didn't understand why he didn't like start using some of those techniques because takashi came through at, with his strikes and kept them at bay and i love the detail that they um <clears throat> that uh the author illustrated with their fighting when they demonstrated that that mid kick that could be pivoted by the knee to a higher kick and I love how they how he illustrated that detail on how that mechanic works and how that technique works. And it was used in order to get the upper hand on Megaru in his first fight. 
So I could really tell, like, you know, the author did his homework and uh, really presented more of a sports perspective than just a pure, uh, a pure action. Um, um, vis- You're uh, shown in manga. Correct. Yeah. And so, like, it, it was very interesting how that was presented. And one of the one of the interesting facts that I, I particularly enjoyed in this volume is kind of seeing the training regimen. And so, like, after Megaru's first loss, you know, he he continues going to uh, the gym to train, but then learns about a pro training session that happens later at night, putting in that extra work to become stronger. And I'm not sure if this is uh, I'm not sure if this is pertinent to uh, different gyms within real MMA, but just kind of seeing some of the exercises that they've that they've done in order to um, in order to warm up before, you know, their major uh, practice bouts. And I could just I felt tired, you know, (laughs) with these guys just kind of reading what they did. And so I really enjoyed like how they went really deep into their training regimen because I can kind of see how that could build upper upper body strength, how that builds stamina and and makes them uh, a little bit more well-rounded in different abilities that they have to cover. And they and they did training exercises from like, you know, uh, takedowns and uh, mounting positions because, you know, I, I'm I watched I watched, you know, quite a bit of MMA and, you know. I'm still kind of fuzzy on the point system, but you know, taking down an opponent and getting him in a position, uh, or or hitting with certain strikes can land uh, different different uh, uh, amounts of points uh, for for the uh, combatant. And so I, it was cool to kind of see how they uh, practice in their session. Like, okay, we're gonna start at a a top mount, or you're gonna t- take bottom mount. And you need to counter, or you need to uh, get out of this particular position. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's like what, like the, uh, like what, what the, uh, like what kind of point system, what kind of points the characters get, like in terms, of, like you know, like striking and grappling. Um, it's like in terms of matches, like that's actually like something that like comes into play like really, um, like significantly as far as the series goes. Like as it goes on, like when we get to like the, the tournament, the tournament arcs as well. It's like and um, it's like it's it's like and um, the thing about um, Megadru is that you know he's kind of like actually he's presented as kind of like a just not not anything special. I mean, the series is called All All Render Megaru, but it's like I mean, yeah, it's about him. But you don't you don't actually get like his um like like his special abilities like. Until like um at, until like a couple of volumes in, when you find out that um oh well Megaru is actually well he's like it's like well he's got like he's got a certain competency like you know towards um towards MMA like he's actually really good at just you know like like finding out about a move and then learn then um integrating it into his attack repertoire like like on on instinct. And that's and that and when you first brought this title up to me and we kind of started talking about it, I mean, just just the title alone, all rounder, gives me the impression that, you know, further along the line, you know, we go down this story, he's going to step up his game in a lot of different aspects of martial arts. Like, yeah, he he he's uh, traditionally trained in karate and, you know, his grappling is uh, pretty good. But with each opponent he's going to be facing, you know, in the amateur line, 
he's going to learn and incorporate uh, different move sets and different styles. And I, I would presume by the end of the series, just become an all rounded, better fighter. And so, um, you know, with, with real MMA, like, you know, one of my favorite uh, fighters right now that my buddy uh, Angel got me into is uh, Jorge Masvidal. And, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's trained in, um, uh, different styles of martial arts, but I, I I've come to know him from his like street fighting, um, uh, his street fighting videos, and like the first time I saw him uh, in a in a UFC match, he he knocked down a guy in three seconds. He just like right when the bell ring, he ran up and basically gave him a tiger knee to his face, and the match was over. And so like I think that veracity that he has comes from his you know his raw training, you know street fighting. And and I think that as I'm reading this storyline too, I I thought the same thing with Takashi. You know, given his drive to get revenge for his father's death, you know, against the Yakuza, he's going to have to have some real life, uh, um, you know, fighting fighting experiences that can make him a better fighter or incorporate in his actual matches. And who knows if Megaru has to do the same as well. There's an, there's a really good moment in towards the end of the series when um it's like when um takashi um fights a uh, a guy that meguru um like basically like meguru lost against this guy um in a previous arc um even though it's like he basically like he need him to the face but um and it's like and even though he lost he lost against fighting him on points um the guy couldn't continue like to fight against takashi in the in the tournament they were in because um, like Meguru had kneed him in the face, and like he was like he was bleeding from this cut, so it's kind of like on one hand like, but then when you get to the, like the uh, regionals, which is like the uh, final like arc of the series, and then um, when Takashi finally gets to fight against this guy, he knocks his ass out in like 19 seconds. It's a uh, it's kind of like a uh, it's a, it's a really good uh, like uh, example of like hey you know it's like like this is what we're going up against like the final arc here. It's like you know hey like, this is a guy who was like who Meguru had trouble against. And Takashi knocks him out in like 19 seconds. It's like it's it's it, there's like I mean like um Endo is like he's pretty he he's very well aware of like the uh like the standards of like you know the uh like the fighting the fighting arc tournament like standard for the like for these kind kinds of series. But um and he also knows how it was a pretty good way how to how to play play them as well. And it's it's like and I think that's that's kind of that's kind of pretty, that's like one of the key things about the, about the series as well, like that he uh, that he's got like a nice he's got a good understanding of how these series how this like how this fighting is going to go, but at the same time it's like you know like he's a well aware of the conventions at the at the same time, especially since um, well um, like Meguru like his um, progression it's like over the course of the series is not a straight line. Um, He's he's basically suffering against um, like um, people who are like stronger against him. Like the like in the very first volume, like you know he like um, Takashi chokes him out, and then um, this other guy, this no namer, um, Komiyama, um, like knocks him out. Well, doesn't knock him out, but he just knocks him so that he's like Meguru is punch drunk, and he can't walk forward um, like normally. And it's like that's kind of like um, oh, it's like you know he's like um like Meguru has to lose lose the match right there but it's it's but I, what i think 
what I enjoy about the series is that you know Meguru is kind of presented as like a as like a normal everyday character, like someone who like you know could, he could be you or me if we actually like, you know bothered to like um like like fight like like you know practice like this whole like um MMA regiment or just any kind of martial martial arts regiment as well, and there's like lots of um interesting um like ways that you know, that that his that his arc progresses. You know, just from the like, hey, from the first volume where, oh, he's he gets choked up by his friend, gets almost knocked out by his buddy, and oh, well, there's these um, like um, people in his um, in his art club who think, oh, hey, you know, you you practice MMA, that's cool, man. Like, why don't you come out and play with karaoke and and play karaoke with us and all? So that 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 scene saddened me because I thought, you know. You know, you can kind of hear it in his voice, like, "Oh, I'm popular now." And then, uh, yeah, you know, the 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 girl was only using him to uh, get back at her boyfriend, and I was like, "Oh, that's cold blooded." Yeah, but it's like it's, but it makes sense. It's like, and it's like, and it kind of inspires, like, and it also kind of inspires him to, like, you know, get back into, you know, like, like doing MMA like norm, like normally. It's like, and it's also it, and it provides like a nice, like, solid solid um like uh, motivation for him to just you know compete in these like subsequent tournaments because like we get to the uh it's like we get to like when we get to volume four we get to sort of like the canto tur tournament and like um he um it's like he knocks out the first guy with an arm bar it's like um he gets a rematch with this one guy he um he beats um with an arm bar in the previous it's like in the in the previous um tournament and he knocks him out with like submission with the submission um from his back, and then um one of his um one of his um, like um gym one of his um teammates or the guys from like the same the same gym that he's at they're called Fighters Brew, um like um Yudai it's like when he's um training with um when he's training with him like like maybe actually gets an armbar against this guy Yudai but he also like realizes that wait a second did I tear a tendon in his arm when he's on um, doing this armbar. But um, Yudai is kind of like this, like, oh, man, it's like, you know, it's like, um, I'm totally serious about this. It's like, in you, it's like, you're just like, not, um, like, as, it's like, as in the same, on, on the same level as I am. So it's kind of like, like, he, he doesn't tell him that, you know, well, you actually like tore my ligament when you like got me in this arm bar. So it's like, we're seeing like Yudai like, go through this tournament, like knowing that like, oh man, it's like, he's got, like, he's got this injury. And then um, it's like, and then when Meguru finally learns about it, it's like, kind of like, what? Oh man, it's like, it's there's like, it, I mean, it's like the series like does a good job, of like you know, keeping things on a good, like human, like even even keel here. So it's just like you know, giving like making sure like all the all the characters like have like a good human reason for for fighting against them, even when um, like he has to like break. Um, in the middle of a uh, match to like you know talk about this character's backstory because i mean this is something that you know like it's not something that's brought up like in the first volume but later on it's like um endo will uh, like break in um will break down during um certain volumes to uh, talk about you know like what's what this character's motivation is who's fighting against meguru and um and sometimes like it's I mean, it doesn't really like have the feeling that like, oh man, it's like I got to like you know like do some like narrative narrative like resuscitation to like get you involved in this. But um, at the same time, like you know, Endo is really good at this stuff. 
to the point where it's like he's able to like you know give us this motivation for like what this character what the character was fighting against Megaru like what his motivation is and then like you know basically like give us a reason like you know why it's not just like this character isn't just like oh he's just like some guy fighting against our main character it's like and that's that that's good like I like that I mean it's like sometimes it kind of feels it kind of gets it slaps into formula but um more often than not it's like I think that um that um Endo does a good job um giving us like you know a good reason why we should be invested like in this like other characters fight against um Meguru for the most part Okay. But um, but with um, but overall, it's like I think that um, he does he does a good Endo does a great job by like, giving like a very realistic um, like portrayal of martial arts like in this series. And on one hand, I think that's cool, but at the same time, I also think that's probably why this series is um, like it's probably like um not really well known like, amongst most manga fan fans. Like suffice to say, sad to say, for lack of a better term. Uh, Byron, you got any thoughts about that? About how um, like realistic you thought the uh, the fighting was in the first volume? Uh, nothing, nothing more uh, beyond uh, what I said. Um, you know, a- again, you know, I was I was really impressed how like with each, I guess with each major match that were presented in uh, volume one, there is that level of progression on. Um, there's that level of progression on what uh, needs to be done to get better. So obviously after uh, Meguru's loss against Akashi, he realizes that, okay, he needs to become stronger and he needs to uh, become better. And he, he's even had, you know, nightmares about it. And mm-hmm. so that, that's what like really entices him to, um, you know, uh, buckle down and go, go into the tougher training because, you know, uh, that that first night the, <laughs> that first night i remember he was kind of whining about like warm-ups like war like this is a warm-up like you know these are actual like exercises but you know the 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 more serious fighters the more uh the more uh competitive fighters from from uh this this gym you know fighters brew like they're doing it like you know easy you know because they, they do it all the time and so i really thought that was awesome uh, getting a glimpse on what exercises and what techniques that they do during their training regimen and how they practice and uh, and how how they're making themselves uh, better. And we see like in the second match where Yudai uh, Kitamura actually like wins his wins his match, you know, from that training regimen. And of course, as you mentioned before, uh, Meguru, you know, in, in this match, you know, I see, you know, I saw him start to use strikes, which, you know, after his first match, I kept complaining, like, dude, why aren't you striking? Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, you need to kind of keep this, you, you you need to keep him at bay and, and, and strike to kind of, you know, get, get a little bit more read on this character. So we start to see him use more low strikes and, and, uh, and get in with his opponent on, on this next match. And he actually like, um, he actually is able to, uh, uh, get him, get him to the ground. But then, like, he did this. Uh, his opponent did this, like, uh, faint, this faint punch where he psyched him out, like he was going to grapple his lower leg, but then came with like a high upper hook, and that's the hook that knocked him down to the ground. And uh, 
by the time he got up, he was discombobulated to where he couldn't he couldn't move. He was wobbling to where the ref had to call the fight. And, yeah. And so that's another lesson right there where like, OK, with each with each experience, with each with each, with each fight, you know, he it goes back to what you said. I think he's going to learn newer techniques and newer counters to where he's going to be a more well-rounded fighter. And so I really liked that with each fight that we saw in volume one, uh, everyone is like learning new techniques and taking on new techniques with each experience and uh, just becoming a better fighter. Cause even we see Takashi in this, um, in this uh, next fight have a little bit of trouble um, taking down his opponent so easily, but he ends up doing like this uppercut to upper knee reversal, which I thought was badass in that in that portrayal and ends up taking the win and so yeah i mean the way i you know i'm 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 really a big wrestling fan and so like i watch a lot of wwe and aew but a lot of those uh a lot of those superstars um within this organization you know they they come from the mma world or or we even see like wrestlers end up becoming uh trying trying to go into the mma field too like brock lesnar who had a successful career with ufc and even uh cm punk of recent fame uh recent um transfer to that genre but uh you know having having that background in wrestling techniques while trying to learn newer techniques will give those will give those fighters an edge in trying to uh compete within the uh mma sport and so um i thought this anime or this manga i should say um, did a really good portrayal, at least from volume one, on how um, on how training works, on how the matches work, and they actually like go deeper into like how actual matches are graded and how points are awarded. And so I, I really I really thought it was deep on how detailed um, the author captured that. And also too, I was intrigued by the human side of the story, like how we see uh takashi's father as like a you know his his uh his home life his father being like a yakuza like involved with the yakuza and his mother you know ran out on them and his father gets murdered and his whole drive is revenge and so you know i kind of wanted to see um a little bit more of that aspect as well being fleshed out because obviously by the end of uh by the end of volume one we find out the the person he's trying to get revenge against has been murdered in prison so with that what is your drive now what is your purpose and so it'll be interesting to see how this character of uh takashi grows in his um in his journey not only becoming a fighter but you know uh, of you know becoming a man and um also with Megaru, like I, I found it weird that uh, Takashi even said, I've always hated that guy. And it's like, why? I never got any indication from their childhood, like what would give him the cause to hate Megaru. So I'm, uh, it would be interesting to see, like, how does, how does that flesh out? Like, does that, you know, make them bitter rivals or is it more or less like, you know, there, there's some type of like jealousy that Takashi's always had against Megaru and eventually, you know, that kind of gets squashed out. Like how serious is this hatred towards his, you know, one time best friend? Yes. Yeah, like that's the whole hatred thing. Isn't quite 
isn't what really played up over the course of the series because I think that um that the that the manga kind of like reframes it as more of a uh, as, as like a difference in perspective as the series goes goes on because as the series goes on it's like we get um like certain like I mean most of it is just kind of like um like you know tournament fighting you know like, like it, who's who's gonna be like the, the character like um the character's next opponent like in this in whatever particular tournament that's going on but um we get certain like storylines that don't involve like tournament fighting with when um such as when um like uh, Takashi has to um like you know, fight against some guys who are um, like um like be- beating down his um like one one of his um like um host coworkers like in like in an early arc in like in vol- like in, back in volume 3 I believe it's like and um it's like and then we also find that like much later like like back in like in volume three, volume thirteen, like at last when um we find out like just why um Meguru like you know started doing MMA in the first place, and then but before that we also find out just you know, um you know just kind of like, you know what um more about like you know Takashi's motivations for just like you know becoming strong and all. It's like and as the series goes on, it's like it's it's not really reframed until like and this is like maybe it's kind of a failing of the series, but like it's not until like volume eighteen. When we get like a a good reframing of the conflict between um, Takashi and Meguru, when we find out that um, that you know Meguru, it's like you know he's doing this because you know he has fun because like he's like he views um, like MMA as kind of like a uh, more like a vehicle towards self improvement, where um, Takashi like kind of like views it as kind of like a a means to be like to be becoming strong, and that he that if anything like. His disdain towards Meguru, like as far as like you know, like why, like you know, I, I always hated that guy. Is more because like he, like Meguru, like never kind of went all out like back in the day. It's like that um, he was just like kind of someone who was just like in this to have fun. It's like, and that in the end, like the conflict between between him and between him and Meguru is all about like, you know what's what's the better like um path in life. Is it better to pursue this? This perform martial arts to have fun, or is it um to become strong? So it's like the Goku Vegeta equation. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good way of phrasing phrasing it right 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 there. It's like um I will say that you know because of the more um realistic take on martial arts, it's maybe the answer to that is maybe not the um, answer you're expecting, but it's probably the answer it's probably the answer that 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 makes sense more than anything else. But at the same time, though, it's like there's like um, a lot of good um, fights to be had over the course of the series. I mean, like the uh, just watching um, Meguru like come up in the uh, the various tournaments like is like is a lot of fun because um, maybe because uh, like there's not like a um, solid path to like you know oh well what how is how is Meguru going to be, going to follow these things to become you know the best fighter and because you kind of assume that. Because his name is in the title, that you know, oh, he's going to be like you know the best guy and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, there's like a but because because like you know it's we're doing a more realistic um, form of martial arts. Like it's um like uh, Meguru loses a lot more times than you'd expect like in this series. And on one hand, it's like I you know I can I can understand that, but at the same time, it's like you know. When he does win, it it's some um, something that really feels 
earned and all especially um in like the uh, mid volumes when um he's in when they're in the Kansai arc when he's like fighting in a, a tournament down like down in that region and he's fighting against this guy um Keiji Mitsua who um was a former um wrestler um like not but um he was disqualified due to um like um fighting with dirty tricks and um now he's like you know turned his like um like folks towards Shuto and, like um bigger's like this guy's like he's a former Olympic wrestler. How how the hell am I supposed to beat this guy? It's like, and then like you know when you fight when you see them fight. I mean like Mits, Mitsuwa is like guys like guys like he he's got the, like this smug look to him that's kind of like oh man it's like he's kind of he, he's a huge dick and he's he's how much of a dick is he? He's the kind of guy who will um like get the um like the top mount like on Megaru and then like get off off him. So that like, hey, I get the point, and I now that I've got the point, I'm ahead of you. Not just like I can just focus on just like beating the crap out of you, like for the rest of the match. And um, seeing him, seeing how um, like Meguru deals with the, deals with the guy like that. I mean, that's actually like that's really impressive, because like you know like what happens with them is a kind of is like a uh, it's a it's a decision but it's a decision that's like you know played out in the margins and like i really enjoyed that especially what since it leads to um meguru fighting um this old guy a um, muroi who um he's like facing he's like guy who's like you know he was a hellraiser as a as a as a kid went like went to like went to prison like for like on like on a, on a bullshit offense but now he's, you know, fighting um, because he wants to, like, you know, show show his family like how strong he is. And now, no, Meguru has to like, beat this guy if he's going to win the Kansai, the, the Kansai qualifier. So there's, like, there's like lots of good moral like like a- ambiguity like like to like to a lot of the fights that Meguru that Meguru does here. It's like and it's like and like I really enjoy like seeing like how this how this stuff is portrayed as a series goes one thing i also really enjoyed as far as the series goes is that there is a um romantic um subplot in the series that um is introduced when i'm um, when i'm um, when, when a uh, kickboxer um character uh, maki who um is brought is introduced in volume two and like, she's like um she's a total um tsundere character someone who was like outwardly it's like you know just like you know mean and it's like and surly, but um, but when you get to know her, she's also kind of like you know, kind of has her own like sensitive side as well. And um, while she's um, just kind of like, she's kind of like disdainful towards Meguru initially, it's like they eventually develop a good rapport when they're training together, and they also like um, give each other like some good like pointers as they're fighting together as well. And um, eventually, you know. Maki realizes that she's in love with Megadru. That, that she, well, not really in love, but she's like totally crushing because like, you know they're both high school characters, and this is actually like fun because the series like kind of treats them as a total joke because like Megadru is like totally um, like um, oblivious to um, Maki's feelings, and um, when Maki like talks about her feelings to her family, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, so yeah, you like this guy? Screw and screw him. Like you know, because that's how that's how we go. It's like that, and um, that's it's like it's kind of it's fun. It's like it's just fun seeing like you know, like them treat like the series treat this like this the romantic subplot of the series as a as a huge joke, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's like and it's 
makes it makes it as a real makes this this uh, subplot like a lot less annoying than it than it could have been. It's like and I enjoyed that. And also like seeing Maki um it's like, you know, like um develop her um kickboxing style over the course of the series. It's it's pretty cool as well because like she gets some solid um opponents opponents as well. To the point where like, you know like she is a much more vicious fighter um than Megadru. To the point where, like, at one point, she gets disqualified in a match because she throws a an elbow at at her opponent, and that's wow. like, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's like uh, outlawed in um amateur, in amateur shooto, as well. Because like one thing that's made that's made like a uh, explicitly clear in this series is that you know there's like a great difference between like amateur shooto and professional shooto because there's no like um like elbow throwing and there's no ground pounding in here. It's like. It's like that's that, like I mean like I don't know anything about I didn't know anything about like Shuto beforehand or, or MMA really, but um it's interesting. But they do a job. But Endo does a good job of like um like outlining the rules. It's like as like what's allowed and what's and what's not, and especially like when you get to the get to volume thirteen and then the nationals begin and it's basically like a, a six volume run to the uh, like to the uh, final. Final conflict, and like it's basically a uh, like man, it's like you think like six volumes of like a tournament arc. Well, it's like you know, it's like uh, Endo has you covered there. I mean, he's got some like he's got plans like how everything's going to turn out in terms of, like you know what everyone's going to do there. It's like and also with um compared to like something like Slam Dunk, which like I believe like eight, it was an eight volume like final arc. Like it's um. It's played out. It's played out pretty well. It's like, and I think that, um, like the fight, the various fights that Megaru undergoes, like over the course, like like over the course of these, um, like like um this this these regional this regional arc, it does a good job of like basically like you know setting things up to like to his final um like confrontation with with Takashi. It's like, in fact, like there's even a point where um, like he's not able to get submission on one guy. And then um, it goes to the judges, and it's and when it goes to the judges, it's a thirty thirty um, tie. And so yeah. then they got to um, go to okay, well we got to go to the split decision. It's like and it's like, wow, it's like it's two to it's like, it's like two to uh, it's two to one. And it's like man, it's like because you, you're thinking like okay, it's like you know you, you want to like build up Megaru as like you know like a credible fighter against. The, like um Takashi for this final fight, but man, it's like for him to get going to this um final final fight with like a two to one decision for him. <sighs> man, it's like it's tough, but um, I will say that you know like writing about this in the um, next next to last volume, it's like it's like I think that I mean like Endo does a good job of like setting up um Takashi as like hey you know don't want to bet against him, and um as far as um. I guess like when we're getting like to to the end here, it's like to the final volume. It's like guess what this podcast is all about. It's like the uh, final the final round um between um Takashi and um Megadru. It's like you kind of feel that okay, well you know Megadru's name is in the title, so he's got to win. But man, it's like uh, Endo like really um plays the back and forth here extremely well. To the point where I think that this um the final fight between um, Megaru and Takashi's is arguably the best fight in the series, more so than um 
Meguru's fight against Kijimitsua, which he won in the decision, like, um, barely. Barely. But, um, fight, but seeing, like, uh, you know, how things, how things turn out against him, like, you know, because it's basically, because it's more played against him, like, it's more, when it's, when uh, Meguru and um, Pikachu are fighting, it's, it's not really a fight against, like, who's stronger. It's more, like, the idea, like, who whose ideology is right. Is uh, Meguru's uh, ideology about, like, you know, do I want to, like, play this, compete in, like, Shuto in MMA to have fun? Is that the right um, agenda? Or is um, or is um, Takashi's um, agenda, like, being strong or not having the, uh, like, the, like, the ability to lose against someone, like, who... You, like you ultimately respected. Maybe that's kind of a retcon, but um, Matakashi, it's like, you know, he uh, he gives some signs that, you know, he, he thoroughly respects Megadru, it's like, in his in his abilities, like, to the point where he smiles, it's like, and um, his, in, towards the end of the match, and um, his, his um, coach basically says, you know, hey, you're smiling, it's like, you're gonna lose. That's like the first time that you're gonna, like, get your ass kicked right there. But um, when um, Meguru and um, Takashi like talk like in like a, a private fishing um, like scene after the match, later after the match, it's like they, you get the feeling that they've kind of like reached their own kind of like, understanding about you know who about who's right. It's like you know, it's I mean like on one hand you can't figure like yeah you know, that there's gonna be like a uh, oh like I was right and you were wrong. It's like and you get the feeling that hey you know it's like they were kind of both right in the end. And ultimately I kind of, that's kind of like leaving me feeling that, man, it's like, I would love to see like, like a movie like about this, like, you know, like 10 years later, like, you know, when, um, like Takashi is like gone to left Japan undefeated, undefeated and is like, you know, fighting in America and then comes back to Japan to like, you know, like deal with like, you know, his, like you know, like any kind of like lingering um, doubts about his strength with um with Megadru, but um overall, I think that the uh, the end of the series wraps things up pretty well, and it also does a good job of like settling the uh, Megadru uh, Maki uh, romantic um entanglement as as well to the point where it treats like that whole thing as being a uh, like as a complete joke, and um, I can appreciate that because I mean, I came iron like. Remember how like um like in Slam Dunk how um how Sakuragi's um like his romantic entanglements are just kinda like you know, like pass off is just kinda like, hey, you know, like I like you and I'm gonna go and like win this game. Mm-hmm. And, and that was it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's that's kinda what's what's treated here, but it's also given the the added bonus of a, a final chapter where um where Maki is talking to her girlfriends about this and they're just basically like giving giving her some thoroughly filthy um talk about like hey you know this is how you like deal with having a virgin as a as a boyfriend and all <laughs> and it's like and it's like man it's like this is this is rude and all but like at the same time this is like like after I what I've read of read of like um he, like Endo's talk about sex in um in Eden it's like it's thir- it lines up thoroughly and there's also like a nice um two like a um, two chapter arc about um that focuses on one of the side characters, um Momoko and her like and her um compatriots in um, fighters fighters brew, um like um dealing with some like a uh, 
dealing with another like got uh, I got challenged by some by some other like by by rival gym and that was fun fun like Momoko is like she's like a side character to like to the series and like she's really good at at um it's like at like at fighting but at the same time she's um not uh she has no stamina as well it's like to the point where like it's like if you're talk like one of the high points of the series I think is like when she throws a character like um Kate um, a Canadian who's like three times your weight. It's like, and you're trying to like, God damn, she pulled this off. It's like, like, um, I, I gotta give props to that. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, she does this at the expense of like, you know, Hey, like when she has no stamina, Frank, for the next match and she gets her ass handed to her because she has to tap out at the end. But, um, this is just kind of like a side story to the, uh, like to the main, to the main story. Which is which is Megaru, and um, you know, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. It's like you know, it's like it's it's rare that you get to see a series like a, uh, I mean, like fighting series are like a dime a dozen like in manga, but like to see a series that is like positioned like with the uh, level of realism that um Megaru um like um displays, it's like you know, it's I uh, it's like. I I did you 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 do not get that like re, like really at all and I appreciate that and also like even then when um Endo um like like dials back on like you know like the fighting to like you know show you you know why um like why Takashi is like you know like fighting like you know for strength more than anything else it's like that that works well because he's like a he's a very solid um straightforward like storyteller as well it's like. I was not expecting a guy who did a, a hard science fiction um, series to um, give us a like a, 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 a really thoroughly grounded uh, martial arts series like as a follow up, but he did. It's like and it's like and I really enjoyed it and I'm I would really like to see like you know what he does next, um as far as you know what. You know, like whatever he's like, whether it's gonna be science fiction or martial arts or, or whatever. Because after after doing like you know what I've seen of Eden so far, and goddamn it, Dark Horse, if you're not gonna publish the next four volumes, the final four volumes, just tell us so we can move on. But um, kudos to Kodansha for actually delivering all 19 volumes of All Render Meguru. And you know, it's like I understand that you know. Orander Megru may not be like a very flashy, very stylish um martial arts series. But um as far as like do as far as like dealing delivering us a uh, good like um realistic martial arts series, I think it does it very well. And I also think that it, it does a good job of like addressing its main characters like um motivations, like as far as like why they're doing what they're doing as well. Now, so. now, to your knowledge, has has this been adapted to an anime or talks about adaptation? Nope. And like, I would be very surprised if it did. If it does get like an anime ad- adaptation, why is that? Well, just because it's like it's not very flashy. It's like it's. I mean, like, when I think it's very well suited for being a uh, anime adaptation. Maybe even like a, a good a solid three D CGI. Um, adaptation because mm-hmm. I think that that you know like the characters like do in terms of like you know whenever like you break away from the fighting to um have the characters talk about 
you know why the character what why what the, this character is doing is really impressive i think the series does that really well but um at the same time though it, it kind of has i don't think that you know it's like it's like I said, it doesn't have like the same little flash that you get from like your average like shouldn't jump series as well it's like i mean like i mean like um sure i mean we talk about talked about like this in the same team language as slam dunk but um when was the last like real good realistic um sports anime that you know addressed this thing that that um that that came up i guess that they got a good anime adaptation i i i I can't remember because you know like i think kokoro no basket which is kind of like you know modern modern slam dunk like you know that's the last one i i started getting into but even like Slam Dunk and Kokoro no Basket had, you know, a little bit of flash, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, and, and then there was that, there was that, uh, you know, there's, there was the Prince of Tennis. Um, what, what was that? The football one, like Eye Shield. Eye Shield 2021. 20, Thank right? you. Eye Shield 2021. 20, yeah, that was what um, Yusuke Murata did before he did One Punch Man. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's like, it, 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 there's been quite a bit of sports anime, but when you say, you know, like, not you know that this series doesn't have the flash. Like, the ones I'm describing, you know, I, I believe do have that little bit of flash. And when it comes to fighting anime, like one that I got into recently, which is airing on Netflix, is uh, 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 Ashura, Ashura, Kengan Ashura. Thank you, uh, Kengan Ashura. And like, that's more like a you know. Blood sport style, kind of like uh, almost close to Tekken style anime, and even 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 there, like it is super flashy because there is a character in that series where he he his background is MMA, and when he does like a lot of the the counters and and arm bars and everything like that, it even goes into like some type of like you know uh, super like type of flashiness as he's you know, maneuvering around. And so, like, not saying, like, the anime of uh, Meguru needs to do this, but, I mean, they could still kind of, you know, with the transitioning of, like, certain holds and mounts and things like that, I mean, you know, they don't necessarily need to add, like, you know, flashy, you know, uh, um, seizure-inducing, like, you know, colors and flashiness, but they could still make it stylistic to where it's, like, it, it... it visualizes the it visualizes the um technicality of of those moves or those transitions yes i, I get what you're saying right there it's like i think like yeah i'd like to see that but at the same time it's kind of like okay so maybe we'll see this as an anime or maybe like you know we'll see this as like a live action series it just depends on how the execution of it goes and i think that that's a that's kind of key as well of they course, can make anything interesting, I think. So, um, but yeah, it's just what they're going to do with it and how much they decide to just change some of the story, which is possible, but you never know. I mean, because yeah, like... the story, at least that I get from volume one, I mean, you know, it, it's there's drama in there too. And, and, I, and I like, you know, I like dramatic, you know, more realistic, you know, anime storylines too. And I think they're at least, at least so far from what I read, I think they're is a good story in there to where I would like to see, you know, beautifully animated uh, series about this. 
Yeah, it's like I think that they you know maybe you can do give this like a nice like CG animated series or you know maybe even like a live action series. It's like as well because like it's like the series is like very well grounded in like the real in the realism like as far as like you know what you know like what regular people can do like in like in terms of like mar- martial arts mm-hmm. yeah because like i i would love to see the you know see like you know an anime adaptation of this or like or even a live act live action adaptation of this and to be honest like if they did do this and if um Kodansha did decide to republish republish this series like um physically it's like as a result of like a uh, successful like live action or anime adaptation, then I would rebuy it because you know I that's how much I like this series. And that would be dope to do live action because uh, it, it it Fighters Brew could be like the Cobra Kai of uh, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, well, it kind of already is. Like, you know, I think isn't like Netflix already doing uh, Cobra Kai? They they've got the rights to Cobra Kai right they, now. They they got the rights to Cobra Kai, but then it's like you know seeing kind of envisioning like what how Cobra Kai the series is like you know a live action series of Meguru and Fighters Brew kind of being like that you know that underdog Jim uh, you know trying to rise to the ranks of the uh, amateur MMA division like I, I I think that would work as a live action series as well too. Yeah, it's like I like I'd like to see that as well. Like I like to see like, any adaptation of of Meguru. Just because I think that you know, like the series deserves like you know more like attention than it's getting right now. But then again, it's like it got enough attention. I I applaud Kodansha um USA's like dedication to um publishing the series to its end. Which um you know hey Dark Horse you know I'm still waiting for like you know word on when we're gonna see the end of Megaru or end of Eden. It's like and um or whether or not you're actually going to do the end of that series. And and, I, and I'm sorry. I think you mentioned this earlier in the conversation. Like I remember you mentioning the the aughts, But when when did this series release, and when did it finally end? Oh, it's like it ended. Um, I don't. It ended. I, it started in the aughts, I believe, because like it's 19 volumes, mm-hmm. and I believe it ended. Um, maybe like three or four years years ago. It's like I don't. Actually, have like the uh, the dates off the, off the top of my on hand right now, but um, because but I think that you know like Kodansha maybe like you know decided to do do um like Meguru because like you know Dark Horse had, had established um maybe kind of an, a potential audience for um for for um mangaka Hiroki Endo's work with um Eden and um his um. It's like and his um like short stories um tenpenshu, but um as far as like actually like you know finishing them, well it's like you know kudos to Kodansha for actually doing this, but Dark Horse oh man it's like why you gotta let me down after all this time man, it's like ah uh, it's like I just I want I would like at least like to know it's like are you gonna like finish it or are you just gonna like you know just not gonna do it like are you. Are, after all this time, it's like I just want to know, like, when can I just sit back and read the scanlations of like the last four volumes without guilt and all? Hey, if there if there's one thing that I can attest to, you know, from from my time communicating with Nintendo and at, at times Xbox, strong letters and strong uh, emails can you know can help push things along. 
it's a good point. Good point right there. It's like I, I should, I should do that, and I should also just like you know, asset the you know, asset of Dark Horse. Like you know, next time I, I see them at a convention as well. You know, and, once and, these, once these and, conventions start up again, it'd be super annoying. Like do it like once a month. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I, I get that. I mean, that may not be like you know how I, how I roll, but I, I can definitely understand that right there. Hey, I, I did that for uh, a sewer's wrath, you know, to have that backwards compatible on Xbox, and sure enough, like it got. Not saying it was me, but you know, a lot of fans were a lot of fans were clamoring for that. But I would always send emails to Xbox and their suggestions, like, "Hey, what's up with that Asura's wrath backwards compat? Hey, when we <laughs> <laughs> next month? Hey, when we gonna get that backwards compat?" And I think the last like backwards compatible update they did before focusing on Xbox Series X. Asura's Wrath was part of that, and I was like, "Sweet, thank you." And I sent like a thank you email, you know. So, uh, you got a point there, man. So, like, I, I guess I, I guess I should try to do that then. Yep, and it's like, man, let's just finish this so we can stop. Let's finish this series so we can stop getting these damn letters. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jason, what's your final verdict on this one? Oh, I think you should absolutely buy it. It's like, yeah. I think it, it's you may not have like the flash that you know like you expect from like a. Uh, it's like from like a, a manga martial arts series, but I think that you know the fact that it's like a it's a solid realistic um, depiction of um, of mixed martial arts with um character with the solid characterization of like of the cast. It's like it's I think that you know it's like it's something that you will that will get your attention. It's like like regardless, it's just like you know you need to like you know give it a chance in order to like you know win like win you over. Cool. So you know what you're going to be talking about next time. Next time I'm I'm going to like um talk I need I haven't talked to him about yet but I'm sure like um Rob is going to be um willing to talk to me about um the latest X Men um event um Ten of Swords or X of Swords it's like depending on how you view view things because hey you know it's like we are like huge fans of like um X X Men around here so it's like you know as far as like you know what the next like um big X Men crossover is it's like you know we're gonna be here to talk about it. All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glade. All right, laters. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.